Hi, welcome back to another episode of Being Real with Cherie. It's been a minute, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but one thing about this podcast, I like to do it when I'm led to do so by the Holy Spirit and inspired to do so. So let's jump right into it. Today we're going to talk about rejection. Rejection. And... Uh, probably when you hear this word, it brings back some sort of memory or experience that you've had or heard of or know someone personally who's experienced um, rejection. It is a part of the human experience because we're all individuals. We're all different And that's a good thing. We're all unique. God, just imagine God. I know we've seen these memes and stuff on social media where people say when God was making me and they put different ingredients together. But yeah, think about it. He took the time out to form you, to fashion you. He decided on your hair color, your skin tone, your height, your weight. The family that you're born into. The region that you're born into. Your um, socioeconomic status and background. Your purpose, most importantly. He put that purpose right in the very center of you. With every beating of your heart. Really, we are supposed to be fulfilling our purpose. So, where does rejection come from? Well, I believe it starts on the inside. It starts when, or it, it manifests when somebody becomes unhappy with them with themselves. They look around and see the differences, can't truly appreciate the differences around them. And I really don't understand where they lie in this equation. Or they can't appreciate the change that they're supposed to be making. So they feel ostracized. They may internalize this. And then begin to act up in a very hateful manner. Hating anyone or anything that opposes what they believe or what they look like or what they think they should look like. The media has been very successful in portraying um, firstly our ideals of beauty. Um, You can't be beautiful if you're of a darker complexion. If you don't have shiny straight hair you're not beautiful. If you have a little bit more weight on, you're overweight or you, you, you don't have the right figure. But how about we take our advice from the very one who made us? Because when he made us, you know, we were faultless people. We were blameless. We were perfect in his eyes. 
he took the time out and, and made each and we, we could all be an army. We could have all been like an, a clone, resemble one another. He couldn't differentiate you from I and vice versa. But no, he made us individuals. And he made us individuals with different temperaments, with different responses, with different ideas, different dreams and aspirations. And really, all of these are supposed to come together to give him glory, to give him praise. Ultimately, that's the whole duty of man. Our purpose here on earth is to not just acquire and make our own selves happy, but to grow in love with everyone around us and ultimately to give him glory. That's the whole duty of man, to fear God and to keep his commandments. Even if you're not really just listening to this, I know you can relate to it because it's the truth. Truth is, is undeniable. You, you, you try to deny it or play it off or reason or rationalize it. But the truth is you feel that there is something greater than what you're currently doing at the moment, probably. I've seen a lot of posts, you know, even during this period where we're having this pandemic, a lot of persons are just questioning who they are. Or I see a lot of random posts, even over the last couple of weeks, like they just, they just feel numb, like there's something greater, there's something else, like they're wasting time somehow. They can't put a finger on it, but my friend, I'm telling you, that's your purpose, calling. That's your purpose, beckoning you to accept it, you know. Um, you have persons out there who have experience various types of hurt um hurt and rejection based on appearance uh i remember back in prep school um they were having some modeling or casting call or whatever and these models came i think they relate they were related to someone who was in my class and they chose everybody else but me and I was so distraught I was so distraught I was like so what's wrong with me you know but that's just a person's own interpretation of beauty I know I'm beautiful and thank God he's instilled that in me I may be different I may look different I may not like the same things that you like and vice versa but I've, by the grace of God, thank God, I've come to to love and appreciate who I am. And the more you go through stuff, is the more you really see your purpose, you really realize your strength, because you never knew, you, you really don't know your strength until you've been through hell, until you've been through some trials, been through some accusations, and that you really see that you can overcome these things because for example with me like growing up you know I used to get teary-eyed just thinking about like the death of a loved one and I was like how I was you know growing up I'd be like how how would I cope with that sort of thing and how would it work out you know flash forward to the present 2020 where I don't have, no longer have my mom, don't have my grandfather or grandma on um, 
either side of the family, but particularly my maternal grandparents, you know, who were like my parents as well. And I've really just seen how God is able to to sustain, you know. But back to what I'm saying about rejection. It's it's nothing new. It's been there from the beginning of time. I don't proclaim myself to be a Bible scholar or anything, right? But it's been there since the beginning of time. And I want to encourage you listening here that God is not far away from you if you're experiencing rejection. These may be rejections um, in your family, uh, based on your choices. This may be, I see a lot of people terming this, um, coining this term about church hurt, uh, where I think we... When you get saved, you sort of have this expectation that church is a perfect place. And believe me, it is. The church is not the physical building. It's the the persons in it, the, the bride of Christ, right? But I think I had it too. When you just get saved, you're kind of like, yes, I found my place. And But in this place, remember, it's not everybody is at the same level then. Everyone is not at the same level. Right? Some persons have different motives for being in the church. Some persons get sidetracked. Some are weak. It's like a hospital then. You know, where our aim is heaven and everything. But and we have the word of God as our guide. But it's not everybody abiding and living the same way. So you're going to have friction there as well. So that church hurt that we talk about. Jesus experienced it too. Who crucified him? Or wasn't it the religious persons? Right? Because maybe they thought Jesus was coming to take away their shine or they had other they were looking for a kingly messiah coming in royal apparel and so on not a lowly man born in a manger next to animals like who's this yeah so he is well acquainted with rejection and i just want to read a few verses the lord gave it to me um recently in isaiah 53 i'll read verses 3 to 5 from the king james version It says, he is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him and stricken. Yet we did did esteem him stricken, sorry, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And important is verse 3, the first clause that says, He is despised and rejected of men. That that's present. That's not like a past statement. He isn't today. You don't have a lot of God haters. Yeah. People just despise anything pertaining to God. Maybe again, who knows? It's stemming from some sort of church hurt where persons who they looked up to had certain expectations have failed them. Or a lot of people now would say, Why, you know, 
God allowed certain things to happen, but God has a purpose for everything. So he is despised and rejected of men. Can you imagine the God who created you so beautifully, took the time out, as I mentioned at the start of this podcast, to form you, to make you, you, you just hate on him like that. How does that make him feel? Right? Um, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. So there it is, people. There it is. He's acquainted. He knows it. He came in flesh to experience what we are experiencing now. Right? He was spat upon. Can you imagine if many of us are offended if, if somebody even looks at us? But can you imagine people spitting on you? The same people that you formed and you created. Not only that, but you have the power to, I mean, get rid of these people. He had the power to get rid of these people and he didn't. Right? That is power. That is true power. Right? You have the power and the, 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 the authority to do something. And I mean, you don't. Because of anger or, or rage. Right? And um, it goes on to say that he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. There's nothing too hard for God to remove from your life. Even years of guilt and rejection, maybe from a failed relationship, you know, for those who are in such a situation. Maybe a marriage has fallen apart and you're wondering, you're beating up yourself. Why? What, what happened? Where did I go wrong? You know, you started out perfectly. You loved each other and you just grew apart. And if you rejected, maybe the, the, the spouse or the partner or whatever left you for somebody younger or somebody who they think is more beautiful or more rich or whatever the case is. Or in your personal life, you know, you've just been rejected, rejected by friends, rejected by peers, by co-workers. They just don't get you. But I want to declare to you today that listening to this podcast that you are a victor, a survivor, and an overcomer. You might be saying, this lady, what's she talking about? Does she know what I'm facing? Yes. Yes, I may not know personally what you are facing, but I can attest to that. Rejection by friends, um, by family, by peers. But it's in this rejection, in this low season, can we draw closer to God since he understands everything that we're going through? He's acquainted with grief. But he's not only acquainted with it, he hath bored our griefs and carried our sorrows. Can, it, can we put them on his shoulder? Can we put them in his hands? Right? He took the beatings for us to make us whole, to make us new. Rejection doesn't have to lead to anger and, and, a, and a falling out and hatred and strife and sin. It doesn't have to lead to those things if we channel that that energy from the rejection that that hurt and just channel it into um, betterment which is what God is all about then we will be all right we will be okay we will be okay Lord I pray for everyone listening to this podcast whenever it is heard that they will understand Lord that you almighty God when you robed when you were robed in flesh 
and came down to this earth. Oh God, you face nothing but rejection, but that did not stop your purpose. That did not stop you from healing people. That did not stop you from dying on the cross to make us whole. Lord, here again today we are reminded that you have borne our griefs, you've carried our sorrows. Lord, you you know it for those who are crying themselves to sleep because of church hurt. Lord Jesus, I pray that they'll find their place in you for those failed marriages, failed relationships. Almighty God, may you intervene, O oh God, into the psyche of those who've been severed, who's had their relationships severed, Lord, and lift up their confidence once again in, in them. Lord, help them to hold their heads high, those who've made horrible mistakes and have realized their mistakes and their wrongs. Lord, may you lift them up, strengthen the feeble knees, lift their eyes up onto you once again. And Lord, let them, all of these persons that fall in this category, Lord, just embrace them. Let them feel the warmth of your embrace. Let them feel that tangible embrace. Lord, that can remove every hurt, that can remove every uncertainty, every pain, every grief, and every sorrow. Lord, remind us at our lowest points that you are able to carry us through, Lord. That you've created us uniquely, strategically, purposefully. Lord, we're not mistakes. Lord Jesus, I come against that spirit of, Lord, mistaken identity. You think you you are just conceived by mistake. You are a failure. I come against that in Jesus' name. And I speak life to you, listener, that you would know that you serve a purpose and that your purpose must be fulfilled with every beating of your heart, with every breath you take, that you would endeavor to overcome every challenge, even if you, you feel trapped, you feel anxious, you feel hopeless, you feel tired, you feel frustrated and disappointed. How could that one that I trust so much, that I confide in so much, hurt me? How could they let me down? I've worked with them, I've lived with them, I've loved them, I've served them, and they've done nothing but hurt and abuse me. My God, we lift these situations up to you. And we ask, dear God, that we, your people, learn to love, to love, to love one another, Lord, especially in the times that we're living in, Jesus. Selfishness has no place in the body of Christ. Cliques and passes have no place in the body of Christ. Rejecting this one because uh, they don't have the wealth, they don't look like you, they don't sound like you, because they, they probably have a different purpose than you. It has no place in the body of Christ. Oh, my God, address these issues, we pray, Jesus. And let your true and your divine will be done in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. I truly pray this was a blessing to you. 
and never let rejection stop you from fulfilling your purpose. Never also let it be, allow you to become filled up with pride and you decide to um, to flex <laughs> on quote-unquote your haters on social media and all these things and in real life like yeah you hate me so what you don't want to be puffed up in pride either but just allow the Lord to lead you and let the Lord reveal the truth yeah I'll just leave you with that one let the Lord reveal the truth to those who misunderstand and reject you for lies all right until next time this is being real with Cherie take care